Back to Tesh Matters with Jeff Boggs. Phone lines are open. Reach out and touch Jeff at 367-1240. Just a few seconds short of 11 o'clock. Phone lines open at 367-1240. Happy to be joined by a couple of ladies representing, uh, engaging in an effort to bring back uh, or bring to Iberia Parish uh, League of Women Voters Chapter, Charlene Markle, who I understand is someone who has been in the studio before. I'd completely forgotten about that. Uh, we'll maybe talk a little bit about that. Also, Kathy Del Carpio with us. Ladies, thanks for joining us. Thank you. Happy to be here. Appreciate uh, your coming by, Charlene, uh, the other day and uh, introducing me to this idea of the League of Women Voters. Uh, tell us a little bit about uh, what the League of Women Voters is. Well, it's a national, state, and local organization that was founded in 1920, so it's been in existence more than 100 years. And you know, coinciding, I guess, with women getting the right to vote? Right, Absolutely. right. Six months after the 19th Amendment was passed, the League was formed, and its mission is to empower voters and to defend democracy. So it gets involved in lots of issues. It's primarily, or most importantly, I guess, a nonpartisan organization, so it's not affiliated with any political party or candidate, but it encourages its members to be involved in politics mm -hmm. and to have a voice. And so we hope to promote that sort of thing here in Iberia Parish. You want to tell us a little bit about the history uh, of the League and what they've been through uh, over these 103 years? Well, the League began on February the 14th of uh, 1920 and again like it says uh it began about six weeks after the uh a, a, as a result of suffrage and as a result of the when women won the right to vote um from that time it's been very very active with regard to registering voters and making sure that people get out to vote some of the interesting things though that they've done is it was uh the first non-government organization to be appointed as an observer to the UN mm. because during uh, World War II and during uh, the time when uh, FDR was trying to promote the UN, they were very, very active in um, just publicizing and making sure people were you know, uh, on board with him. Um, it wasn't though until Truman uh, appointed them to be observers of the UN, and they've been observers since the beginning of the UN, and still today there is a League of Women Voters observer on the UN. Um, obviously, they've been part of um, uh, the campaign in the 70s to ratify the ERA. That was a big, you know, issue, and they still are. I was going to say, uh, there's been recent efforts right. to... and they still are. Uh, they were the first group to win an Emmy for televising the first presidential debates. That and is true, when yeah. it became more of a political thing, the, the, the political parties wanted to be more part of it, that's when they backed out. Because again, they do not, uh, they're nonpartisan. Uh, when we have forums, one of the things that I think is a very good thing is that it must be nonpartisan. In fact, if you begin to have a forum and one candidate from um, a party does not come, the forum must be canceled. You okay. cannot have a speaker just speak from one party. It has to be you know, all the parties involved. Um, the motor voter um, 
campaign that was in 1993 was a result, again, of their initiative. They're involved in many, many things. Um, but um, again, they, one of the things I love about them is that they do their homework. They yeah. research. They, you know, it's not a, just a knee-jerk effort. They research these topics and know very much about them before they make any kind of uh, definitive uh, uh, goal you know, with them. Very good. Has there ever been a chapter in the parish? I think there has. Have there you was um, several years ago, uh, and I've only been in town for about eight years. Me too. Um, so I'm not aware of how long ago it was or what the reasons were that it disbanded. Gotcha. What does it take to have a chapter? Uh, do, do you go through a formal process with a national group? Yes. Well, um, you can't actually start out as a chapter. Um, and sort of in line with what Kathy said about they do their homework, they uh, vet you, I guess, in a way, because the first thing you do is form a member-at-large unit. So that's what we would be for the first year. And we would have goals. We would have to meet um, events we'd have to have, funds we'd have to raise, uh, reporting we would have to do to the national organization. And if you do all those things correctly, then after a year you can apply to be made a chapter. So we'll be like on, a, I guess on a sort of a probationary basis for the first year as we try to get our feet under us. And all of our members, when they join uh, at this point in time for us in New Iberia, they would be members of the state League of Women Voters and National League of Women Voters, but um, we would be members at large here, you mm -hmm. know, in, in our unit, so we're not, official until a, a full year. Right. Yeah, there are four chapters right now in Louisiana. Oh, okay. Caddo, New Orleans, or Orleans, St. Tammany. Tammany, and Lafayette. Okay. So, so we would be, we'd probably be the smallest. Well, and Homa is trying to get are a they? chapter as okay. well. Have you leaned on Lafayette uh, and their charter for advice or uh, any effort there? <laughs> We're actually members. We're members. Okay. <laughs> yeah. We're members. Um, yes, and, and to answer your question, yes, we do ask Lafayette for advice. In fact, uh, one of their members is the current president of the state uh, League of Women Voters, and so we do. But we really felt, Charlene and I began going to the, the one in Lafayette. One of the things we thought that was very important was that issues that they had in Lafayette that were just Lafayette issues, we really couldn't do too much to impact. And then we realize well, we have a lot of issues over here that we feel like we could do and, and impact positively. So that was the reason we decided to move from Lafayette, who's a wonderful group of yeah. women. But we just felt that we have those interested women here and that we can impact issues here uh, and do a lot more for our own community. I haven't seen anything that suggests women only, but that last statement makes me think it is a women no. only. Okay. No, it go. is not women only. Uh, we're trying at this time, and again, it's not that we have anything against men. The, the organization that I was in in St. Tammany had several uh, husbands mm. of women that were involved in, uh, in the league. But we're right now just trying to get a core of, of women started and then branch out from there. So it's not that we're <laughs> anti-male or that we don't want males. It's just that we feel like at this point in time we'd like to – 
you know, see what women could do and how much interest there is from the standpoint of women. Yeah, uh, you, you mentioned certain things you might want to focus on for Iberia Parish. Do you want to share any of that? Well, we, we had a meeting initially, and we made a long list from the people who were there. I guess we had maybe 15 people in attendance, and we made a long list of issues that were important to people. And so when we have our organizational meeting, we'll put that list in front of everyone in attendance and ask them to maybe rank what they think is most important. But registering people to vote is obviously very important. And candidate forms. Then get them out to the polls once they register. Absolutely. Yeah, we have a a pretty poor voter turnout record here in Iberia Parish. Well, nationwide. But, I mean, we're only focused on the local community. And we would love to see more people get out and vote and a way that we could help with that is to make sure people know where they can vote when they can vote and you know things of that nature we would probably immediately jump in and have some voter registration events in advance of the October 14th election we'd like to get and I'm not sure what the deadline is it might be a month ahead of that it's usually about 30 days uh, so around September 14th I know I got an email from uh, Christy Blanchard, they're getting set to have uh, a few events uh, encouraging voter registration. We're also very interested in having young people get out and, and register. You know, the earlier you start with them, the more engaged they can become and uh, the more empowered they are. And I taught high school. Uh, we both taught high school for a long time. And it's just kind of a, a rite of passage. You know, they need to be active in their political system, and they need to be aware of what's going on. Um, just to give you some specifics with issues, we had people that were interested in everything from health issues to environment to uh, education. to, And the thing about League of Women Voters, again, every year they put out a booklet about this, about half inch thick and uh, it's full of position papers that they have put out that they feel and again based on research based on intensive research not only on the national level but they bring that down to the local level of all of the people that are involved in the League of Women Voters to be able to get the information with regard to those position papers and so you know almost any topic of, of, of society that people are concerned about, interested in about, are part of those position papers that they have. And um, I, I ran off copies of some that were really important to some folks there so they could see examples of, of those positions. Real good. Tell us about Thursday's meeting, and uh, it's not tomorrow Thursday, but a week from Thursday at the main branch of the public library down the street. We'll be in the large meeting room, which is where we've met before, and we've reached out. We really spent the summer reaching out to people, um, trying to widen the net of of who knows about what we're trying to do and bring in as diverse a cross-section of the community as we can. So at 6 o'clock, Thursday the 31st we'll be in the large meeting room at the main library and we'll talk about the organization itself talk about what issues are most important to the people in attendance um, probably take a vote on whether or not we want to move forward on forming a member at large unit collect dues you know so it'll be like a working working session and and that will be the the real organizational meeting at that point in time we'll decide if there's enough interest um, 
in this community to form a unit. You know, are people really wanting to do this? Um, you know, if they say no, you know, we, we're not, uh, it would be very disappointing. And I don't think that's going to happen. I really don't. We've got a lot of people that are very interested. But uh, again, it is our real organizational meeting. And this is part of our requirement from the state and national to have this information meeting, then the organizational meeting, and to make those determinations about how we go forward. Mm -hmm. Very good. Do you guys have a social media presence uh, at all? Uh, anywhere folks can find you yet? No, we can't really present ourselves as the League of Women Voters at this point. Um, we're, but we are required to publicize the fact that we're having an organizational meeting to reach as many people as possible, which is one of the reasons we're here sure. talking with you. So it would be okay if the PSA you sent me, I could paste onto, say, the Touch Matters Facebook page. That would be kosher? Sure. That okay. would be fine. Wonderful. That would be fine. Mm -hmm. That would be wonderful. But yes, uh, Charlene has put out flyers for the libraries. You know, hopefully we'll have something in the newspaper. Uh, we are, not just because it's a requirement from the state, but we are wanting to have as broad-based and as diverse a group as we possibly can. Um, membership is really uh, open to anyone. They have to be 18 years old. Okay. Uh, they must be 18 years old. Uh, you can be an at-large member and not even be a, a citizen. You know, you may be in the process of becoming a citizen of the United States. So, again, it, it is diverse. It is people that are interested in uh, subscribing to the principles, the purpose, you know, of what we are wanting to accomplish. Um, but, but we're trying very hard to make it, you know, as diverse as possible. Very good. Anything else you want to add about... Uh the league or uh, the meeting, uh, anything at all? Well, we just if anybody's listening that finds it interesting, you know, don't just make a note of it on your calendar. Make a couple phone calls to friends or send texts or emails to friends. We just will have lots and lots of chairs available for people to sit. So we'd like to have, we'd like to fill that room. We would. We would we like really to fill, like that, to fill room. that room. <laughs> Again, a week from tomorrow, uh, August 31st, 6 o'clock. Main Branch, the public library, and uh, I would imagine once you get there, you can't miss finding the place, right? Oh, no. Can't miss finding it. Is that, you, you go in the front door to the left? Yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. Yep, it's right at the end of the hall on the left, yeah. Very good. Anything else before we let you go? Not that I can think of, but yes, you mentioned that I've been here before. Actually, we've both been here before. Kathy's been here promoting iPal shows. Oh, okay. And I was here the night you had a live Broadway show tunes broadcast. Yeah, the <laughs> show tunes sing along. Uh, yeah. But on Zanamite, getting into politics himself. Yes. Uh, did you see that? Or I uh, did see yeah. that. Mm -hmm. So it'll be interesting to see where that goes for him, but... Uh, Candidates uh, qualified last week. We're starting to see some of the uh, uh, things going on in Lafayette that are kind of interesting right now. But anyway, Kathy, uh, Charlene, thanks so much for joining us. Thank, Thank you, you for having us. Much. Oh, my pleasure.